0: Hey friends, welcome back to season five of Real Talk. I know we took a break for the month of May, but I'm so excited to be back with y'all. I'm Kimmy, your host for this podcast where we keep it all real, all the time. Real Talk began in 2020 in a local coffee shop of my hometown with my friend, Macy Jordan, who encouraged me to share my story through a podcast. And ever since then, this is where we've been at. There has been a significant amount of growth in listeners and interaction with those who support Real Talk. And I would just like to say thank you for supporting this podcast and all that you learn, and I hope you've grown through this. In order for more episodes to occur in the future, there are funds needed to keep the ministry growing where one more person could encounter God's love with your help. You can join me in prayer during the season of planning what's next for Real Talk, as well as giving to hear more episodes on six platforms in the future by clicking the link in the episode description to support Real Talk. In Season 5, we will be walking through the Fruits of the Spirit with the first one being love. For today's episode, we are just going to talk about love with the first fruit of the Spirit. And on later episodes, you'll see guests come on with me to talk about other Fruits of the Spirit. But for today, it's just me. And so before we jump into anything, I'm just going to pray. Lord, thank you for every person who listened to this episode. And thank you for the way that you've just done ministry through this podcast and reached people. Lord, I pray today that I, I share what you've placed on my heart and through your word. That people would just encounter your love and learn what it means to truly love you. And reflect your love to those around them. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to start out this episode with scripture. You can go to First John 4 verse 19. And it says, we love because he first loved us. So without this love, who would know what love is? Like if it wasn't described, we would just kind of be making up our own definitions or like looking it up in a dictionary, which it is okay to look it up in a dictionary. But if we look in the biblical context of things, it's a little bit different. Instead of looking to the world, we can look to the word of God, where there's a clear picture that describes what love this is that is greater than all and cannot be compared to anything else in the world. And i think there's been a lot of moments where i've doubted that i'm loved by people around me who have hurt me but when i look back to scripture i know that as a child of god i am loved by my heavenly father who intentionally created me gave me my name and a purpose and in the last episode from season four i shared a little bit about what it looked like to reflect reflect god's love and during a season where i was so codependent i think on one of my best friends that I wasn't running to the word. Every time I was struggling, I was like picking up my phone to call her and that's not truly relying on the Lord. Yes, God can speak through those people, but I think it's so important that we seek scripture and what the word says before we're running to a friend. Um, and while the Lord does surround us with Godly community, the only way we can truly build our relationship with the Lord and intimacy with him is through the daily discipline of seeking in his word. And like, sometimes we don't always read Every single day, and I, I'll be honest, I have my moments where I miss a few days, and that's okay. There's grace that our Heavenly Father extends to us, and we can pick up where we left off. And it could be one verse, or it can be a whole chapter a day. And it just kind of depends on where you're at in relationship with the Lord. And have mentors around you, but also allow the Lord to speak to you in those moments of where He wants you to be in His Word. Because sometimes the Lord may be speaking to you a specific scripture that you may need during that season, and that's what you want to seek. So in Jeremiah 29, 13, this has come up in a lot of episodes, and I think that's so cool. Um, And it says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so really, when we're looking at this verse, it says with all your heart. And I know for me in the past, especially during high school, I really struggled with just kind of like making it a checklist and like, oh, like spend time in the word today. Like, have I done that? Let me check it off my box. Like your relationship with Jesus is not a checklist and it shouldn't be. Um, those are not my words. those are <laughs> words I learned from a pastor a while ago, and it's really stuck with me that like I shouldn't be checking it off of my list just to say I did it today. but like am I genuinely seeking scripture because I want to learn the Word of God and I want to grow and I want like to be obedient to what the Lord is asking me. And so, this next scripture comes from Psalm 1, where the title of this section in my Bible it may be different depending on yours. Mine is NIV, so the New International Version, um, or the New Living Translation. I also like that one. Um, and the section title is The Way of the Righteous and the Wicked, and it explains that someone who meditates on the Word day and night is blessed, and that this person delights in the law that the Lord established through scripture. So, like seeking the word and meditating on the word is established through reading that scripture. And so in Psalm 1 verses 1 and 2, it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. And there have been so many days where I have wanted to do nothing more than just cry and I definitely have had my days where I do do this and that's okay sometimes that happens and complain about the way that people hurt me or what's going on where I'm like God like why are you doing this to me I don't understand why you haven't gotten me out of it if you're stuck like you can always just start talking to Jesus for me personally I love to talk to Jesus in the car um that's not everybody's favorite thing sometimes I like to just lay down at night and say a prayer and like even if You're, like, just saying a prayer before bed. He still hears you, and God's, like, still listening to those prayers as well. I know God's plans will forever be greater than mine. And just because I was hurt by someone or something that was said or something that happened in my life, it doesn't mean that it was Jesus who hurt me. And there's a part in scripture where we see Judas betray Jesus in Matthew 26:14, where it says, Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him so we see Judas kind of fall back and later on if you know the story of Judas he Jesus knew that Judas was going to betray him and a lot of the times like the Lord knows (laughs) that we're not being honest with people around us and the Lord still sees everything and hears everything you do even when you aren't talking to him and I think for me that kind of brings a peace honestly to know that like the Lord still hears me no matter what I'm doing and Even if there are days where I fall short and sin is a daily thing like we all sin but there's also grace and repentance that can occur where we can receive that grace and we continue to grow and learn from those mistakes when we do sin and grow. And so we still see a picture of Jesus making the ultimate sacrifice later on to save people from their sins. And while we deserved to be the person on that cross with nails in our palms, we weren't because God sent his son to die so we could live for his glory and proclaim his name. Because of Jesus that lives within my heart, who died for me, I'm able to reflect the love of Jesus to those I encounter daily and talk to. And honestly, I know for a long time, I think, especially in the transition from high school to college, like I knew what loving people was, I knew how to reflect love. But you honestly may be like, well, how do I know to love people? Like, when do I know to do that? And we can look back to God's word for guidance and how we should be disciplined and obedient to what his word asks of us in our everyday lives. Like, it is from Genesis to Revelation. There are so many scriptures that I'm sure you could seek. And there's also lots of Bible studies. My personal favorite is Daily Grace Company, as well as Lisa Turkhurst. I think I said her name right. <laughs> Anyways, her last name starts with T. But those are honestly some really good ways that I've learned to grow and also just reading books and other people's perspective of scripture where they have studied it in depth. And you can also study it in depth yourself. I know for me, I love studying, like I have an Old Testament (laughs) history book where it explains the context when you go through scripture that I got from Daily Grace Company. And a lot of the times when you have those things, it helps you understand the context of what you're reading and how you can create and make like the application of what the scripture is leading you to do in your daily life so in first corinthians 13 4 through 7 it says love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast it is not arrogant or rude it does not insist on its own way it is not irritable or resentful it does not rejoice at wrongdoing but rejoices with the truth love bears all things believes all things hopes all things endures all things God's love for us is greater than all or anything we could ever imagine. And I don't know if you can, like, kind of picture that. But it's like, I could seek the Lord all day long. And would I ever truly, like, understand how deep His love for me? Because it is so big. And I know that's not, like, a very big word. But if you think about it, like, it's really just and all of like, okay, Jesus loves me this much that he died for me and made a sacrifice so I could live for him. Another fruit of the spirit that I will walk through later on is faithfulness. But with with each fruit of the spirit, you might begin to find yourself drawn more closer each time you seek him to the presence of your heavenly father. So for me, I personally had a goal for like probably over a year. I guess this was around the time that COVID started. So around 2020, When I really was like, I want to make the effort to apply every fruit of the spirit to my life like as a daily discipline. It is a lot harder than it sounds. Um, I think there are days where I still do really struggle with this. And loving people can be hard for me, especially when they've hurt me. I know I've shared my heart in some hurtful things that have happened to me in the past year. But I also know that like, the Lord has taught me so much through those seasons of pain where he's like I don't know if you guys have heard this quote but like you turn your mess into a message so they're not my words but I think that really sticks and turn like those tests into a testimony and those things can create a testimony where you can share your story with other people and that may show them that you can be so far gone and Jesus still is ready to welcome you with open arms and still love you when you come back to him um psalm 117 verse 2 it says for great is his love toward us and the faithfulness of the lord endures forever praise the lord so again in the chapter of psalms we see this scripture that explains that the lord deserves all the thankfulness we can give and everything that we're doing is for god's glory and if it's not you may need to take a step back and be like well am i doing this for the lord am i doing this out of selfish ambition god's love conquers all And it comes with looking to our heavenly Father day in and day out. So in Psalm 118, 1 through 2, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his love endures forever. So when you're questioning how to love or what love is, you can always look back to scripture where God's word explains to us what it looks like to love those around us. And I think a lot of the times, like you'll sit there and you'll be like, okay, I know 1 Corinthians 16 is a pretty common one, but if you read that scripture enough times, you'll look back at it and you'll be like, okay, you can, am I patient? Am I kind? Have I been boasting? Have I been arrogant? Have I been rude? Like, am I resentful? Am I living by Jesus' instruction through scripture? And are you hopeful? And that Jesus is the hope, and are you, like, believing that and truly living that out? So, in this last scripture, it comes from Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9. It says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. And so, I think that last part, to a thousand generations, it's like, you could go back so far back, and it'd be like, the Lord was still loving those people as his children. like everyone has his children. And I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but it's like the Lord is speaking to people everywhere throughout the day. Or like in a service, I've always been like, wow, like God could be speaking to so many people in this room right now. And for me, that's like a really amazing thought to have of like, he gets all the glory because everything that he has done was so that we could live for him and glorify him. And, In this part of scripture in Deuteronomy, it says the faithful God. And so know that his plans will come to pass. And his promises are his promises. And they're not going to change just like they are in scripture. And we'll get into that later on in a different episode. But I just want you to know that if you're having a hard time loving people around you. Or you're like, well, how do I apply the fruits of the spirit? Like the first one is love. So how can I apply that? For me personally, I know that I have been working on holding no record of wrongs. Um, that's something that I've really struggle with and I can forgive people all day long. But I had a conversation with a friend a while back and I like had gotten really hurt. And I remember she is so good about accountability and I love her for that. Um, she knows who she is, but one moment she looked at me and she was like, can you look at that person and just like not even think about the fact that they did that? Like it's not forgetting, but it's like forgiving them and being like, this is a clean slate and I'm going to forgive you. And we're going to grow together and we're going to hold each other accountable. And in Proverbs, it talks about iron sharpening iron as we're loving people. That doesn't mean that we don't hold each other accountable, but we still are the iron that sharpens people, but we can sharpen in them. We can sharpen them in love. And that's how we can sharpen each other and apply the fruit of the spirit in our daily lives. I hope that this fruit of the spirit love that I talked about today just helps you grow and it helps you realize that, hey, like I can be applying love to my life to a stranger by smiling at them or saying hello or asking how they are. Maybe if you work in customer service, you can always ask customers, how are you? I know for me, when I'm a customer and they ask, how are you? and they genuinely want an answer, like, for me, that's been really reaching, and I have honestly see the Lord work through people in that way to know, like, Jesus, give me a sign today that, like, you're here with me, and I think, how are you is such a good question to ask, or, like, how can I be praying for you? Those random texts, those mean so much, and I think that can go a long way. So, the fruits of the Spirit initially come from galatians 5 through 23 so this verse says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such things there is no law so really my heart is just that you guys would grow in these and then as i'm sharing my story and i have other guests in this season that you would just be able to connect and just grow and learn so much from it in your relationship with the Lord and also be able to go share with other people around you so before we go I'm gonna praise out Lord thank you so much for every person that listened to this and just took time out of their day just to seek your word God Lord, we thank you for your word in Galatians 5, 22 through 23, where it talks about all fruits of the Spirit. Lord, I pray that you would just cover them, and you would just wash their sins away clean right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you would show them that they can wipe the slate clean of anybody who has hurt them, and they can choose to trust you in what you've placed in front of them. Lord, I pray that they would walk in step with you, and continue to grow each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, thank you so much for every person listening to this episode. I pray that you would just cover them with all fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Lord, I pray that you would just... Give them motivation to seek your word and encourage them through it. And I pray that they would just learn how to apply love as a fruit of this spirit. And they would just go back to your word in Galatians where it talks about all the fruits of the spirit that they can grow in. And I pray that you would just cover them and you would lead them in their walk today with you. Lord, thank you for all that you've done and all that you continue to do. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.